we continue our look at holiday movies this week with one of the all-time favorites, A Christmas Story from 1983. In fact, it was released on November 18th, 1983. It was directed by Bob Clark. It was written by Gene Shepard, the, uh, who also did the voiceover uh, as the adult Ralphie. And it starred Melinda Dillon, Darren McGavin, and, of course, the uh, star of the film, Peter Billingsley, as Ralphie. Now, you know, over the years, uh, this, the critical uh, reputation of this film has grown considerably. Um, and, and now it's sort of regarded as one of the best films of 1983. But it was really a sleeper. It was overlooked when it came out. Uh, it was released just before Thanksgiving in 1983. It had a little bit of success. Um, but by Christmas of 83, just a month or so later, it wasn't really playing in any, <clears throat> only about 100 theaters by January. Its earnings were about $19 million, uh, and it didn't cost a lot to make, so it didn't make a profit. But it was really the years since, mostly due to television airings and home video, that A Christmas Story has now become widely popular, uh, and it's an annual Christmas special, in fact. Uh, on it's, it's number one on a, a couple of different lists. AOL ranked it their number one Christmas uh, <clears throat> film of all time. Um, IGN ranked it the top holiday film of all time. It's been ranked uh, you know way up there in a number of other polls. And really, largely, you know, that's because both because of and uh, in, in, and um, as a result of. It's uh, now, as most people know, it does a 24-hour marathon every <laughs> Christmas on uh, TNT or, or TBS or both of them, actually. And uh, that started um, in 1997, believe it or not. So it's been a tradition for quite a long time, and that's made it very, very popular. And I know I, for one, uh, look, look forward to it every year. Joe, with that being said, and of course this movie hits home with the house on the west side of Cleveland, but they hunted a long time and actually ended up in Cleveland with the house and Higbee's and such. And I thought maybe you could go down that background story of the movie that fictionally takes place in Indiana, but filmed in Cleveland. Yeah, uh, it is. As you mentioned, it's set in Indiana. That's where Gene Shepard grew up, but filmed in Cleveland. Um, the uh, Higbee's downtown in Cleveland was one of the key attractions of the production crew they, they didn't find they did scout Indiana and they just didn't find any charm uh, but they did find it here uh, in our, our uh, local Cleveland area and especially the Higby's department store which allowed them to become or to film there which is now closed uh, it's now the Jack Casino uh, if anyone's looking for it but the Christmas story house uh, is still uh, you know uh, not still it has become and uh, a destination, an attraction. And you can go and visit the Christmas Story House right here in Cleveland in the uh, Tremont neighborhood. Uh, and not only is the house there, it has been restored uh, to, to kind of match what has, has gone on in the film, but there's a, a whole museum there and the Bumpus House next door. And so it's a whole thing. Uh, ironically, the house is currently up for sale. They don't list a price, but if you're ambitious and and want to take take that on, uh, you can actually buy the Christmas Story house and all of its environment. The people of Cleveland were really cooperative during filming, uh, donating a lot of antique vehicles uh, from all over the city um, that helped authenticate the production design. Uh, in downtown Cleveland, there was Automobile Club members uh, whose cars were given special routes to the public square. 
Um, and in fact, they were worried about salt uh, because you know these cars are, are valuable, especially to their owners. Um, so each day, the uh, the, uh, the production crew gave them a pressure wash bath uh, and parked them underground by the terminal tower. So there was a, a good quid pro quo between the city and the production crew. The original uh, story that uh, Gene Shepard based this film on was from a collection of stories that, that he actually did, performed on radio, and they were published in Playboy magazine in the 60s. So a lot of these stories um, were, uh, you know, had been out there in the public prior to uh, the movie A Christmas Story, and he collected them into a book called In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash, um, which uh, was a very popular book as well, and he adapted those stories into a Christmas story. And as I already mentioned, he provi- Gene Shepard provides the voice of the movie. He's also seen briefly in the film as one of the disgruntled parents waiting in line to see Santa Claus at Higby's. Um, some other fun things. Uh, Parker was, uh, was uh, Gene Shepard's middle name, so the Parker's uh, name in the, in the uh, uh, film is actually based on his life. And he had a little brother named Randy. Um, just like Ralphie does in the film. Again, it's a Christmas story. It hits home because of where it was filmed. I think it also hits home, Joe, because a lot of what goes on inside that house, I think you would probably agree, we've kind of been there, done that at some point in our life. Yeah, I mean, in the film, it has a very vague, everyone tries to pin down what, what years is taking place and. And it's intentionally vague. It's sort of late 30s, early 40s. And even though, um, you know, like someone like myself didn't grow up in the 30s or 40s, I can relate to the tone and the heart of that family and, uh, and uh, you know, what they go through during Christmas and, and all of the stuff that he talks about from childhood. So I think that's one of the reasons it's very timeless. You know, some fun uh, production things about the film, the scene, the famous scene where Flick's tongue get stuck to the flagpole, how they did that, he didn't actually get frozen to the flagpole, there was a hidden suction tube that was in the, in the pole, and that sucked his tongue uh, into the little hole and held it there to, so it appeared frozen. Um, because of the popularity of the film, the Daisy Rifle Company had to start producing the Red Ryder BB gun for Christmas, and it's become one of their more, still, one of their more popular selling rifles. Um, the Chinese restaurant scene at the end where the mother, Melinda Dillon, <clears throat> is shocked when they bring out this whole roasted duck was actually a real reaction because the director didn't tell her uh, that they were going to be doing that. So that was a, a fun reaction that she had. And um, this is an interesting fact, I think, that you know no one really wanted to make this film. Christmas films weren't really popular at the time. Um, it you know, wasn't a whole lot. But Bob Clark, who was the director actually had some success <clears throat> with the teen sex comedy Porky's, which some of you might remember, pretty raw, raw stuff. Uh, and the success of Porky's allowed him to make a Christmas story. So if there wasn't a Porky's, we probably wouldn't have a Christmas story, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> and then just real briefly on casting, um, not, a, not a whole lot of casting stories here, but uh, <clears throat> Will Beaton uh, from Star Trek fame auditioned for the role of Ralphie. So did Sean Astin from Lord of the Rings fame, addition for the role of Ralphie. Uh, but the, probably the most interesting thing was that for the role of the old man, they went to Jack Nicholson. And Nicholson was actually interested, but the studio didn't want to pay his high fee, 
which would have doubled the budget of the film. Uh, so Jack Nicholson was almost the old man. 